Welcome to the Healer's Perspective Podcast, where we have one goal in mind, to heal the healer. I'm your host, Emily, and each week I'll share with you the tips and practices to take you from insecure and undercharging to confidently charging your worth while providing the support needed to share your intuitive gifts with the world. Here, we focus on subconscious reprogramming, spirituality, and support to help you step into that light worker role that you were always meant to be in. I'm so excited you're here. Let's get started. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Healer's Perspective podcast. Here's another solo episode for you. And this is something that's been happening a lot recently to myself and a lot of other healers and businesswomen that I've been connecting with have been experiencing the same event, um, circumstance, struggle. And I really want to bring it to light. I really want to talk about it because I know for myself, it actually brought me to a place of doubt of insecurity, of fear and scarcity. And I want to ensure that you go through this period with ease and grace because there's so much deeper here in this experience that I'm going to talk about in a couple of minutes that can really allow this period of transcendence, of healing, of growth. So what is this experience? Well, it's the slowing down of business. So if you already have a business as a healer, you maybe have experienced this over the past couple of months. Or if you are looking to start your business as a healer, as a spiritual entrepreneur, maybe you've been faced with some setbacks. I know for myself in January, it was like December, January, February, they were prosperous months. And I was so grateful and I was on cloud nine and I'm feeling so great, getting so many bookings, people signing up for the Theta Healing Trainings. And then March and April, it just, just, just no, done. And I know in March, I, again, like I was saying before, I was really brought to a place of, well, what happened here? Where is all the clients? Where are all the bookings? Where are all the people interested in the Theta Healing Trainings? I had so many people reaching out that couldn't make the dates in January and February. And when I reach out to them again, they were either crickets, they couldn't do it. It no longer resonated with them. And it brought me to a place of that scarcity with my little Theta Healing baby coming in. I've had people tell me like 10 days, which is so soon, but we're moving past that. We're going to breathe through it. And I was nervous of, okay, I'm taking two months off. So this steady income that I had mentally prepared for to have from January to May, well, now all those plans are just blown right out of the water. And I kept thinking, okay, well, what am I doing wrong? What energy am I giving out that is creating this experience? Because we know that we are the creators of our own reality. So everything we touch, hear, smell, feel, taste, experience is because of our subconscious programming and those emotions we're sending out, which is why I love the practice of Theta Healing to be able to change that subconscious programming, right? To be able to say, okay, I'm sending out the wrong frequency. Let me just go in, clear up those fears and beliefs so I can be sending out the frequencies of abundance, of fulfillment, of success, of happiness, of love. But I was doing so much of this work Every single day I'm doing some sort of theta healing on myself, whether it's downloads, whether it's channeling, whether it's belief reprogramming, 
because I notice little things that come up and I say, "Eh, this isn't in alignment with the reality that I want. Let me go in and heal that. Or I'm kind of feeling low on energy today. Again, with this baby coming, my energy has been all over the place. Hormones fluctuating at the yin yang. So I've been giving myself a lot of healings and downloads and still nothing was working. And I was so frustrated because I was thinking, I know this stuff. I'm teaching this stuff. I've been doing this for almost five years now. How have I not figured out that bottom belief that is creating this reality where I have prosperous months and then I don't? And then I started talking to other healers about it. And they started bringing it up into the sessions that we had together and to the group um, Theta Tribe that I have. And I started seeing a pattern that it wasn't just me who was experiencing this. It was other entrepreneurs, other healers and intuitives that had their own business that was also noticing a huge decrease in their revenue, in their bookings, in their clients, and their success. So this is where I decided, well, let me just ask creator because I'm always going to get the answer of the highest and greatest good. Let me just go there. So I decided to sit down in meditation and here's what I got. (laughs) And you probably know this as well. You kind of already know the answer, but sometimes it takes going into that channeled state to reinforce what you already knew. And I got, Emily, there's something in the cosmos We're being called to up-level. We're being called to transcend, to heal for this next wave of massive shifts that are going to happen over the next couple of months. So we really need you to embody the virtue of trust. Now, if you're like me, embodying the virtue of trust has been, and I'm going to have you cancel clear this if you believe this, one of the hardest virtues for me to embody. I have been working on this belief and this virtue for, let me just say, about a year, maybe close to two years. And it's not to say that I don't want to trust. I want to trust. And I seem to be able to trust in all other areas of my life, but business. And so maybe for you, maybe it doesn't resonate with you that things have slowed down in your business, but maybe things have become rocky in your relationship. Maybe things have, maybe flare-ups have happened in your health conditions that is still calling you to embody the virtue of trust. There are so many beautiful spiritual leaders and healers out there who are going through this massive shift. And it's because we have the space, the capacity, we're willing, capable, and able to experience this up-leveling to experience this transcendence and this healing that is needed to help continue to shift us into this new earth, this new earth of this feminine energy, this abundance, this fulfillment, this ease and grace that life is meant to be about. So if you have been experiencing this kind of slowdown, this struggle in your business, know that you're being called to embody the virtue of trust. Now in Theta Healing, when we talk about virtues, It's an important part of our healing journey to continue to acquire, I'm thinking like like badges as a Boy Scout or um, points in a video game, to embody more of these virtues. The more virtues we embody, the clearer our channel is to creator, source energy, God the more in alignment we are with the life that we want to live, the easier it is for us to step into those new realities 
to call in more abundance, our divine partner, health, whatever it could be for us. So these virtues are kind of like the opposite of the limiting beliefs. In Theta Healing, we work on removing those limiting beliefs. So we also work on embodying these virtues. With certain virtues, it allows you to access certain universal laws. You need these virtues in order to continue your healing. And as healers, our job primarily is to heal ourselves. We start with us, and then we hold the space for others to do the same. However, sometimes we can get caught up in only working on the trauma and the wounds and all that past stuff, that past guck that no longer serves us. And we forget about the virtues. And this is where we can get caught up in, well, I'm creating this reality and I'm struggling. And why am I struggling? Why are all these things happening to me? Why can't I be in that reality that I want? And I actually was having a conversation about this to a divine healer and she was experiencing a lot of the snowball effect of all these quote-unquote bad things happening to her and when I done some channeling for her again it came up that she was being called to embody a virtue so all these different little snowball effects that were happening for her was actually coming down to her embodying the exact same energy. But she didn't realize that it was her being called to embody a virtue rather than her being called to release all this trauma. So she kept doing the inner work. She kept doing all these practices. She kept trying to bring herself to that place of alignment, but she was still continuing to be faced with all of this struggle. And it was very frustrating for her to continue to experience this because she wasn't sure why. So your reminder is that Those things that you were experiencing that are quote unquote bad, something you don't really want to experience, maybe it's creating more struggle for you, more harm, more obstacles. Sometimes it's not about releasing those beliefs. Sometimes it's there because you ask the universe, you ask creator source energy to embody a certain virtue. And so the universe is providing you the opportunity to do so. This is why I always advise and I give that word of caution to anyone who is asking for anything. Because if you ask, you shall receive. If you are asking for patience, the universe is going to give you the exact experiences that are going to ask you to embody patience. You're not just going to receive patience and all of a sudden you wake up the next morning and you're like, oh, I can just take things slow. I feel so good. I don't have to worry about anything. No, you're probably going to be experiencing maybe traffic. Maybe you are looking and wanting a payment that hasn't come to you yet. You're going to be put in an experience that's going to allow you to embody that because you asked for it. So on a universal level, on a cosmic level, a lot of us healers have been asking for the virtue of trust. Because in that virtue of trust, you are able to break all the rules of business. You are able to say, you know what, I don't have to do A, B, and C in order to bring in more revenue. I don't have to work a nine to five or stretch myself thin or give up more time and energy in order to bring in more money, more fulfillment, more success, or even allow myself to rest. That's mine. I can do so because I trust that the universe has my back. I trust that the message that I put out there is going to be received by the right excuse me, the right people at the right time. 
I trust that the money is coming to me, even if I don't see it yet. And the reason why the virtue of trust is so challenging to embody, and again, cancel clear that, I don't want it to be challenging for anybody, but I have noticed this just within myself, is because you have to go off of nothing. You literally have to just sit there and say, I trust, I let it go, and now I wait. And you have to wait in that void. And this is why a lot of the business part of it has slowed down over the past two months, because in these two months, if you haven't been receiving the same amount of income and revenue and clients booking and courses being filled out and trainings being booked out and whatever it is that you offer as your healing business, if it's been slowing down, you've had to just sit there in that void and say, it's all going to work out. I don't have to worry about it. I can just rest and enjoy life and know that the money is coming, the clients are coming, the success is coming, the growth is coming. So answer me that. How easy is it to just sit in that space? It may not be that easy for you. I hope it is. But chances are, if it was easy, you would not be experiencing this in order for you to embody the virtue of trust. So chances are, it is challenging for you because... You asked to embody this. I have noticed this year, so many beautiful healers, light workers, intuitives are having babies. And I know this may be completely left field for what we're talking about, but we're bringing in a new generation of conscious beings, of little light workers, of theta babies like mine is. Who in that space, we may have to take a step back from our business. And isn't that calling us to embody the virtue of trust? Whatever it is that you're experiencing right now, it's calling you to embody the virtue of trust. Listen to it. Do the inner work. Find those practices that's going to allow you to embody that virtue of trust. So I want to share with you a couple of different practices that I've been using that have really, really helped me. And hopefully it helps you. But if not, ask creator. Ask your highest self. You know what you need to do to embody that virtue of trust. You know what's going to work for you. Just trust in the messages that you're receiving. Maybe it's even that. Maybe you're just starting your healing business. You're starting off a new healing modality and you lack that trust in yourself that you're actually receiving these messages. I know a lot of my students who went through the Theta Healing training in January and February, they are still experiencing that lack of trust because it's completely new to them, right? When you start something new, it's easy to get caught up in that doubt of, is this actually true? Am I actually receiving these messages? Can I believe that this is actually possible for me to do? Can I be in this space? So if you're just starting off in a new healing modality, maybe this is what you're being called to learn. The trust in yourself and your ability that you can actually do this work. And if that's the case, you're probably going to experience more blocks in your connection in order for you to embody the virtue of trust. So you see how that works? It's not always that it's our own energy that is creating all of this dis-ease in our life. Sometimes it's because we actually ask for something and the universe is giving it to us. So we have to just allow ourselves to say, okay, 
is this my limiting beliefs that I need to work on? Or am I being called to up level? And through that question, you'll find out where you need to focus your energy in order for you to step into that new space. So now back to those practices. For myself, meditation is a huge one. It's huge. Just having that conversation with creator and figuring out that it's actually virtues and it's not limiting beliefs or me creating this reality out of my pain and suffering from my past. Having that connection and questioning alone has made the biggest difference. Sitting in meditation and allowing myself to say, okay, what do I need to know at this time? What do I need to do today to allow me to embody the virtue of trust? That's a great place to start, a great question to ask yourself. Because again, whatever you ask, you will receive the answer. I guarantee you will receive the answer. It may not be in the way that you want. It may not be in the way you expect, but you will receive the answer. Another great practice is first thing in the morning, make the intention that you are going to sit in that energy of trust all day. So that way when things do come up that ask you to trust, you know that you made that intention, that it's okay, that this is coming up because you asked for it. When you are aware of those questions that you ask, it's almost like you can be then grateful that the universe is providing for you. And that will start to build that confidence of trust that, okay, if I'm asking for trust and I'm given that trust or opportunity to trust, if I now ask for more abundance, well, now I'm also going to receive that. And because I have that virtue of trust, I can trust that the universe will bring that to me. The other amazing practice for you to do is muscle testing. So in Theta Healing, I do this for all the beliefs, all the downloads. We do a practice called the sway test. And the sway test allows you to see if you're holding on to beliefs or if you're not. But it can also be used to help you embody the virtue of trust by making this statement, it is in the highest and greatest good for me too, and then fill in the blanks. So to start off embodying this virtue of trust, you can start saying it's in the highest and greatest good for me to go for a run today. If your body sways forward, that means yes. So listen to it. Go for a run. Even if you don't feel like it, do it. It's in the highest and greatest good for me to go meditate. You may have a pile of work to do, but if you can start to follow those intuitive messages from your body, from your soul, from your highest self through this practice, well, now you're going to start to embody the more and more those intuitive messages come through you without the need to take a moment to stand there, to ask that question, to see which way your body sways and then follow through. Such an amazing practice. I love this practice so much. And when I had my one-on-one um, coaching clients, I would make sure that every single one of them went through this practice because it's so powerful to allow you to embody that virtue of trust. Because when you don't listen to that message, so if you got the message, it's in the highest and greatest good to go meditate instead of doing all this work, even though I have so much to do and I'm so overwhelmed, I meant to go meditate and you ignore that. Well, now you know how far away from that virtue of trust that you are. Now you know how much of that inner work needs to be done to get you to that point where you can say, okay, this is what my highest self said for me. I'm just going to follow it, see where it leads me, and we'll go from there. 
these three practices alone will really help you to step into this space of trust. The last tip or practice that I have for you is to also envision yourself with that virtue of trust. So how would your life be if you were already there? If you already were in that space where you knew the money was coming, you knew the clients were coming, even if it was you had slow months, you were fine because you just had this knowing that it was coming to you in the highest and best way. You didn't have to know where it was coming from. You could just sit in that space and enjoy life. What would that look like for you? And every single day, take some time to be in that space. Because like we know, through Theta Healing, until you have those emotions, until you have that vision, until you have that belief that something is possible for you, you'll never actually be able to be in that space. So put yourself in that space as often as possible. You can do it through journaling. You can do it through meditation, visualization. You can do it through a vision board. Just put yourself in that space every single day. And this will allow you to start to embody more of that virtue to feel safe in that space. Say it's possible for me to be there. And look at all the amazing things that happen when I do trust. So just know that if you're going through this, if you're going through this struggle, if it's frustrating, if it's annoying, if you feel lost, you are being called to learn something. So take the time today, every day moving forward, to embody whatever that virtue is. Maybe it's not even trust. could be something else, but I have a feeling it probably is. Take some time. Do these practices. Ask creator what practices are going to resonate with you and sit with the energy of trust. Because in the next couple of months, when those massive shifts happen, you're going to be so grateful that you took the time now to embody this virtue. Because the up-leveling you're going to go through will be mind-blowing. It's going to be amazing, and I cannot wait to hear all about it. So make sure you send me a message, you send me an email, you send me a review on the Healer's Perspective podcast of those shifts that you are going through once you have embodied the virtue of trust. And like always, share this episode with a friend, another healer intuitive that going through the same thing that needs to hear this, leave a review. And I am sending you so much love today and every day moving forward. So namaste, beautiful healers.